are we kidding? Hey, and welcome to Who Are We Kidding? A podcast where we grapple with grown-ass problems and have plenty of drinks. I'm Carla, mom of two. I'm Meg, undecided. (laughs) So today we thought we would uh, tackle something we have been calling the kid question. Um, As Carla said, she has two young boys. And as I said, I am still on the fence about whether or not to have children. So we're kind of coming at this topic from uh, two sides of the same coin. And in order to figure some of it out, we thought we would ask each other questions about what it's like to basically be on the other side of the fence. Yeah, because I um, always knew I was going to have kids. So I totally underthought it. Whereas Meg is currently overthinking it. (laughs) Yeah, completely overthinking it. (laughs) Okay, so the idea here is that um, a huge part of being a grown-up is deciding whether or not to have kids. And um, so we're just going to look at it from both sides. And I'm going to start by grilling my friend about why she hasn't had a baby yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm ready. What was your first question for me? Okay, so what I want to know, Meg, is is there a specific thing that you find yourself stuck on, like an answer you need in order to feel like, okay, yeah, I do really want to have kids, or I'm, nope, I'm not doing it? Yeah, okay, solid first question. That totally makes sense. (laughs) For me, when you ask me that question, I go right to that feeling that you mentioned like in our notes about life feeling um, really full and like would having a child just tip it into complete epic overload, I think was your word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, what, what would it be like, you know, for, for anyone like listening to the, for the first time, um, I spent the bulk of my 20s trying to build up a photography career. And now early in my 30s, I find that I'm just trying to maintain it constantly. (laughs) Right. And so kind of like in wanting to keep that going, I think that might be one of the main things that like that that brings up a red flag for me when I think of having a family is like, whoa, would I actually be able to do both? And what would that even look like? And how would I find balance? Yeah, that's really interesting. So what I'm hearing is kind of like, if you could magically have that answer, like some sort of crystal ball, it would make it so much clearer to you whether kids were right for you. Yeah, which is totally pretty much really silly, too, because no one has that answer, right? Like whether or not you have your own business, you're a stay at home mom, or you have a career um, with like a set company, no one goes into it being like, yes, I know how to achieve this balance. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Well, like, do you know how to achieve balance now? Because I don't. Actually, no. I really suck at it. So that's what makes me think. That's what makes me think is like a lost cause. Right. 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 Well, I mean, I get. I in a way, I kind of gave up on balance. I I didn't. I haven't given up on trying to creates downtime and have like an ebb and flow to my life but like I've sort of realized that like balance is a little bit like a unicorn <laughs> for me so yeah like it's not that, that's a never good point gonna be a day when like everything just runs so smoothly and I've got it all like on the level 
if I'm doing awesome at one thing, I'm probably failing at something else a little bit, like, you know. <laughs> That's pretty good advice. And actually, Craig will be like so annoyed that I that I say to you, this is pretty good advice because he's been saying that to me for years. Like I constantly am trying to talk about like a happy medium and a balanced life. And he'll just look at me and be like, I'm sorry, baby, but that is bullshit. No one has that. <laughs> Right. Oh, my God. Isn't it funny when someone close to you tells you something and then you hear it from someone else and it like clicks and they've been trying to tell you like for years. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Sorry, Craig. Yeah. Sorry, babe. (laughs) I guess that could kind of uh, lead into another question that I had for you when it came to um, your your underthinking method. Yeah. The first thing that kind of popped into my mind about it um, was like how often you do or do not think back on your life pre-kids. And like, like you talk about it in a really honest way and you've always been that way on your blog and you've always been that way with family and friends. So I thought it would be interesting to hear if there are moments where like what the moments are like when you actually miss your pre-baby life. And on top of that, like, do you find that those linger or do they just like come in and go? I'm always really curious about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will say that my answer to that question has changed a lot in the six years that I've been a mother. So, um, yeah, I I guess that might be helpful too. We should probably say like you have a six-year-old and a two-year-old, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) That is good to know. Um, So I always like I was always going to have kids no matter what, like adopt if I couldn't have like I just was going to be a mom. I kind of came into the world a mom without kids. So um, I didn't think about it at all. But um, yeah. Oh, yes. There were def. there are still moments here and there where I sort of I I would say it's a less now. Um, But for sure, there's times where you're like, well, especially when you're exhausted. I mean, that's no joke. The tiredness, sometimes you're just like, fuck, I just can't believe that there was a time when I could just sleep as much as I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't I do more of that? Like, why didn't I nap? And then also, like, why didn't I get more shit done? I had so much time. Like, what? You know, so I think about those things. um, And there were times like when Jude, my oldest, was a lot harder than I expected, like where being a mom was a bigger adjustment than I thought it would be. And um, where the I mean, the only word I can use to describe it is a little bit like disappointed, like what, what? I didn't think about this at all. And now this is my life. And holy shit, like this is so hard and it's like not really like constantly rewarding (laughs) at all, (laughs) you know, and that to me, thank God is, you know, was generally fleeting and it, it, you know, I'll have days where it's just like, you know, I'm literally cleaning human shit off my floor that I think, (laughs) Oh dude, (laughs) this is, this, you know, Whoa, this is some, some stuff. This is a literal shit show. (laughs) but then I also like the thing about kids is like 
they're so cute and funny and you love them even when they're bastards. So <laughs> it totally helps snap me right out of it. So like, um, I also have the benefit of being able to get breaks in here and there. Like, um, my husband's really awesome, awesome about having the kids so that I can, um, uh, have my own space. So I might have a different answer if I didn't get a little bit of that. I mean, I guess what I'll say is that the funny thing is there are there are definitely moments when I think, man, I sh I could have thought about this more before I did it a little bit, you know, like, so do I regret it? Uh, no, absolutely not. But like, you know, just, <clears throat> yes, there are times where I kind of go like, whoa, what was, who was I before? And am I different? You know, like all normal like sort of mom crisis of identity things I think um hmm. but then generally what I go back to is like I really wish I would have done this earlier <laughs> so <laughs> like I have that thought more often than missing my pre-baby life is like I wish I would have had my kids even earlier oh yeah I could see that because now that I'm like at a point of seriously starting to consider it I do every once in a while feel like like whoa I kind of waited a while um, nothing, nothing drastic or freaky, but I'm coming up on 34. So I kind of, you know, I think back to that time and I'm like, wow, what did I do with my entire twenties? I mean, a lot, I had a lot of fun. I built a business. I'm in a relationship going on 11 years, but you, you think back and you're like, whoa, I might've had a lot more energy if I had done this earlier. That's another question that I always have for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. The kids take a lot of energy. But um, do you think that, like, is that something that, like, concerns you a lot? Just the um, sheer amount of work it takes to raise kids? Like, do you do you feel old? Yes. Like? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I do. <laughs> no, You're not. Like, no, I'm totally not. I've got, you know, I, I think part of it is, like, all the people or many of the people in my life you know, my, my mom and her generation and my aunts and stuff, they all had kids really young. Like my mom had me at 25. Okay. So pretty much once I hit that age, it really became, I became more conscious of it. I remember being, uh, I remember 32. I remember turning 32 just still, you know, like two years ago and thinking, right. wow, my mom had me and she had just had my little brother at that point. And so like at these kind of intervals, I would check in with myself and be like, nope, still not ready. <laughs> like 25. If I had me, nope, totally not ready. 32. Yeah. If I had me in another one, eh, not feeling it. Like, <laughs> Right, right. Well, I mean, I guess that's your answer right there. Okay, so I am clearly really honest about what motherhood is like for me. Um, right. And you are awesome because you want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, then, I think it's fascinating what other people's experiences are. Yeah, but then sometimes I'm really scared that I've like scared you off because it's really, it's super easy to share the funny, gross, hard, stressful stories, but it's really hard to convey like the super awesome side that balances it out. So, like, I wonder, do tales from, like, the other side of, like, me calling me, like, I haven't slept in three weeks <laughs> just, like, make you be like, I can't do this. 
well, like, okay, straight up, there's you, you personally never scared me off of it. Like, I can see the immense love and connection you have with your boys. Um, I have always felt the immense love and connection I've had with my mom. Like, there was no one specific story that made me feel like, oh my God. <laughs> but overall, like, maybe it's just a product of like, the amount of information that's in the world now that has definitely led to me overthinking it. Yeah. Like Craig talks about that a lot. He like, I'll ask him a question like, Oh my God, what would we do if this? And he'll be like, you think about this so much. Like people do this every fucking day. <laughs> they do. I'll <laughs> kind of be like, not in a mean way, but I'll be like, get yeah. over it. You know? Right. <laughs> like what is something that you spin out? Like what's something that you've thought about? I have a couple like specific examples of things I'm terrified of for sure. Okay. Like, so you, do you, you mentioned one? one of them like sleep. Okay. I don't know where it comes from, but I am like an eight hour sleeper mm-hmm. and I used to be able to function without it. Um, and I'll do what I need to do to get through the day. But if I were in the position of not setting an alarm, my ass would not open my eyes <laughs> before that eight hour mark. It just wouldn't. Right. And the, the less I get, the less effective I am, like, at work each day. Yeah. So that that's a scary one for me, because I know that, the, like, the chances of getting a good sleeper with a baby are pretty slim to none. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a, a crapshoot, to say the least. Um, I think that's a really hard one. I think that... Um, Everybody has a different sitch with their bit. Like, yeah, some babies do sleep better and some people handle the not sleeping better than others. And, you know, there's like all different scenarios. But I will mm-hmm. say that um, generally and the f- fucking could it can always, you know, I we can always be proven wrong, but it's temporary. Like. It's not forever that you're never going to sleep again you know what I mean like how long would you say temporary is (laughs) oh my god well it completely depends on the kid for you (laughs) yeah well okay well Jude slept great he was like a freak freak of nature in that way he was hard in every other way but he slept great I I remember he wasn't even hard he just like he just required a ton like he's awesome but he just like he was a um, baby that needed a lot when he was awake, but he slept mm-hmm. well early. I, I mean, I would say he was like four months old. He was sleeping almost through the night. So that's great. Wow. Um, Ronan um, still sometimes wakes me up, but that's just a random. Like, basically, um, he was the worst sleeper ever for like. I don't even want to tell you because I want you to have a kid. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but my, my mom had that same experience. Like, she had me worst yeah. sleeper of all time. Like, I must be paying back a sleep debt now because I just mm-hmm. never slept when I was a little kid. She had yeah. my brother. He was worse than I was. Oh, my God. Then 10 years later, my sister and I are 10 years apart. She has my sister. And I remember I was 10 and a half or 11 years old. And I remember her crying a few times at the thought of it. 
like, like and I'm like, sure I can't do this again yeah yeah and I know it was probably pregnancy hormones and newborn hormones and all that but I just remember her sitting there crying being like I cannot not sleep again oh my <laughs> I felt God. so bad so yeah I mean Ronan basically I mean he got me up every two hours for like the first six months at least like I basically Dang. I don't know but he was so easy and awesome that that balanced it out. Like he was like just happy to chill when he was up. So thank God, because otherwise I don't even know, you know? Um, right. So I guess like one of my questions then is um, how does a person, I know you can't answer. <laughs> hey, Carla, answer for all moms here. Okay. But <laughs> how, how does a person that wants to continue with their career, their work, how do you fucking maintain when you're up every two hours? Like you, you continue to go to work and you continue to write for your blog and do all that stuff. Like, Oh God, what, I was, what working, was that like? I was working tons through that whole thing, like contributing yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, I, I think you kind of just, it's like a little bit of just a survival thing and you just, don't really have another option so mm -hmm. you do it okay well yeah I could okay I could get behind that idea then because I felt that way for all of the years that I was ramping up my business I was like I can't possibly I cannot possibly take on another job and then I did because I had to pay my bills right so like and and the other thing that's really uh, that I experienced this isn't true for everyone but for me when when Jude, my oldest was born, I became uber ambitious. Like, I like... Yeah, you did, Carly, you started your blog. I started when was my what, blog. Like I st I've just like, I don't know. It's almost like for me, and this is different because you are already like doing tons, but I was just working and sort of plugging along, you know, and I had kind of a lot of free time. And then when I had him, I realized all that free time that I wasn't doing anything with. And I was like, fuck this. I don't know. Like, And also like, oh, this little person needs me to feed him and, you know, mm. send him to college someday and stuff. Like maybe I should <laughs> step it up here. And uh, oh, I see. Yeah. So for me, like um, I, I did get a lot of drive from even though I was really tired, like I wanted to accomplish. And a, lo a lot of the blog stuff and the creative stuff I started doing was also goes back to that kind of like crisis of identity or needing a little something beyond just like a job that wasn't creatively fulfilling and being a mom. Like that wasn't cutting it for me. So I oh, just... I, I like you needed you needed something outside of those two things or beyond that, like. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, at that point I was working, uh, I do work my real like desk job very part-time. So, um, I'm not super, I'm not like, <laughs> just so people don't think I'm like working a 40 hour job and contributing and running a blog and having kids. Like it's not quite that extreme. Um, I but, get what you're saying. Yeah. I think that's yeah. part of it too. Is like you, people always talk, people talk all the time about, um, kind of like needing to see a mod like needing to see a situation that's that's working in order to like put yourself in it you know mm -hmm. and I will say um like 
I know there's a million photographers out there in the world that have children. Um, the experience I've had personally with the people closest to me and the people I've worked with, um, I've seen it be a real struggle for them to balance both. One person I know upon having um, a child really looked at the cost of the daycare and what she was bringing in from running her business and decided to scrap it for a while. Like, who knows? She may come back and that's that's perfectly fine, I think, to each his own. Um, and then I, I've seen another situation where um, this amazing photographer, super high-end weddings, travels all over the world. And um, she has a few kids and, you know, her husband ended up being the caretaker, um, which again, totally cool situation. I just can't really put myself in either of those scenarios. So I often look at it and as much as I'm not a planner in life, it's almost like I want to see a plan to follow with this. And I don't know why. It's very weird. <laughs> oh God, I don't think it's weird at all. I mean, I think that makes perfect sense because like you said, okay, why don't you have a baby? A part of why is because you were busy birthing this first baby, which was your business. I think that it's okay to try to figure out some sort of a map. And then I also think that at a certain point, like there is, you'll have to draw it like on the fly because you won't know like what the temperament of your kid is or how you'll feel about it once they're, you know, if you decide you really want kids anyway, you know, like if, you know, or you might be like, this business is super important to me. And I don't want to jeopardize that. You know, I mean, yeah, I totally. That- I, I think that's part of what's funny about it for me, too, is I sometimes and I've talked with Craig about this a lot. Like I could very well see a scenario where um, where uh, I have a baby as a, a child comes into my life and I. As much as I love my business and my work, I could see a scenario where I've spent so much time with it where I turn around and I go, oh, fuck, this is nowhere near as important as this other thing. You know what I mean? Like, like, and then I would be that thought I think is kind of terrifying to me if I'm honest, if if like I get in a situation where I have a kid and I'm just like, oh, forget that. Like, I don't even want to work on this other career, you know, because it's so much time and energy. Yeah. But it's also like you've put in all this and you think, oh, what if it, what if I just walk away from it? That's scary, right? Yeah, that's totally scary. I think that that's a big part of it. And like, hopefully there are other, (laughs) I know there are other people in the world that have grappled with that idea. Maybe anybody has some advice for me, like hit me up because. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty confused about that one. (laughs) Totally. I mean, I, all I can say is that I don't have some answer Right. But I will, okay. okay, I will give you one piece of advice off from a under planner in this regard. I plan everything, but I did not, um, I didn't really plan getting pregnant because I just knew I wanted to have a kid. It was just like, oh, okay, we're married. I'm going to go off the birth control and let it go out of my system and then we'll see what happens, you know? Um, yeah, don't do that. Um <laughs> Don't do that in March or oh, early April. Just I'm right. gonna, just all listeners, I don't care if it's your th- just no sex in March. Um, <laughs> because then you are super excited because you're pregnant and then you go online and you click in the little like calculate my due date and it says December 25th. 
<laughs> and you go, what? <laughs> Wait a goddamn second. <laughs> Just back that train up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was actually able to hold Jude in a couple extra days. So he doesn't share his birthday with Jesus. But um, there's a, <laughs> a lot happening in December in our life. And I'm sure yeah. someday he's going to be like, thanks a lot, mom. I also think that finding out you're pregnant, even if you're trying, is always a little bit surprising. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I always have, like, a little moment of panic. Like, oh, okay, this is, wait, this is happening, actually? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That might be part of my, I think that that has been a big thing with my indecision or my kind of ambivalence about this question for years, too, is that I feel like because of the line of work I'm in, that I should be approaching it that way. Like, I should be very uh have a very planning mindset about it Mm -hmm. but that like I fight that and that is so not my personality to begin with I usually fly by the seat of my pants and like I take something on and then figure out how to do it right right but you just so so that's kind of what's like you'd be better off almost sort of like oops we're pregnant but then you know you can't do that because of work uh, yeah, I don't think I can anyway, but that's that's actually always how I figured it would happen. Like Craig and I really don't plan anything. And when right. we've, you know, don't get me wrong, I don't want to freak people out. We've talked, we've been together long enough. We know we would do it. We know we would move forward and be psyched. But like, w- we just don't, we're not planner people. Right. So yeah. Maybe I'll have to go that route. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Well, okay. Do you want my unsolicited advice? Yeah, totally. That's why we're talking about this. Yeah, I like it. Okay. <laughs> because here's as the underthinker, like, um, and my suggestion is if you can pull it off, try to have a lot. If you decide you want to have kids, try to have fun trying. So like, say you need to do mm, the math, that's good advice, yeah. math, like your friend said, and like have a, um, okay, this month we can try, but next month we can't or whatever, you know, like, Mm-hmm. Um, but like go on a trip and stay out too late and drink a little too much and you know I don't know you know just sort of like luxuriate in that and have a lot of fun because um, I don't know I'm I'm so so grateful that I was able to get pregnant so quickly and we've been together a long time, so it's not like we needed some big, long honeymoon phase or whatever. Right, But um, right. we joke about, like, if we want to have a third, like, we want to try to, like, somehow stretch out the trying phase because there's something really fun and cool and exciting about it. So I would say, like... Oh, that's cool to hear. That's, yeah, that's like, awesome. try to just go into it that way and, like, you know, have a nap and stuff and just... <laughs> Have a nap. Have a nap for oh, me. Okay. Yeah, I know. I picked up on you saying that earlier. You kind of mentioned like, man, I wish I would have taken more naps. That's not something I ever do unless it's like a day or two before my period and I absolutely can't keep my eyes open. Right. That's that's usually the only time I take a nap. Is there anything? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your advice on that since okay. I'm still without children. Is there anything else you, since you underthought it, yes. <laughs> is there anything else you kind of look back on and you're like shit I wish I would have done that more because now it's really hard um you know I actually I I definitely wish I would have started a blog uh, and started my creative stuff beforehand because just because um 
I would have had so much more time to devote to it. Um, And also, like, there's also just sort of this thing, if you're a blogger, where it's like, if only I had started my blog in 2006, because then I would be a millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> no one had a blog. So that was like super the, popular or whatever. You know, I don't know. Big, what, big hit in time for the blog. Yeah, I don't know what year really. But, you know, like way back in the day. And um, yeah. you've already done, like, you know, you already d- pulled all that off. So um, I think that that, yeah. I mean, and I, w- my husband and I traveled a lot. But I think that like one more trip and a few more dates and a lot more naps. It's probably what I would have tried to sneak in before I had, mm-hmm. with like with hindsight. Yeah. But like I said, really, when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, I should have just started. We like, we should have got married earlier and had kids earlier. So I'm oh, not. Oh, that's cool. So the things you felt like you missed out on, like like they're important things in life. Don't get me wrong, but they're kind of um, they're also sort of small. Like, there yeah. it's it's not like some big thing that you feel was lacking. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I figure that someday I'll be able to nap and then I'll probably just be sad that my kids are big. So, Mm, you know, I like I'm already in the phase of like um, excited for grandkids that don't exist and may never. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm six and two, so I have lots of time. But, you know, like I I I'm a real like baby person, so. Yeah, you've always been super duper good with them. So it was that part, like some some people don't have that experience at all. Like the babies are fucking hard and they don't connect with them and it's just brutal (laughs) and they kind of have to like get through it and they can't wait until they're bigger. And that's totally okay too. And they'll... they'll... I think it's really nice for people to talk about that honestly too, because people that have that experience, I would imagine you'd feel super isolated if you were having that and... um, I guess that's the flip side of like me feeling like, oh, I've overthought the hell out of this because there's so much information in the world. Well, on a positive slant, um, at least there's so much information in the world that maybe people going through things like that don't feel so alone. Yeah, I hope not. I really hope. not. Yeah, me too. Like, I don't I don't feel alone in my indecision about having children, which is great. Like, I felt here and there pressure from, you know, family or people in my life that that think I should decide right away but that's not that big of a deal like I don't you know I feel like it's okay for me to take my time and make my own decision that's good that's really good okay you have one more intense question here you want to ask it oh yeah I do I forgot about this is my favorite question I can't believe I almost forgot about it okay okay This comes from my overthinking. So along with timing, money, passion for your career, this is all kind of wrapped up in this. I feel like I go through a lot of my days wishing I was more present. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this before, kind of the glorification of busy and how sometimes it's nice to just like slow down and not feel bad about it. Um, One of my fears and things I've overthought a lot is how to be present when you're with your children especially when they're little um when I think about not wanting my career to completely go by the wayside I think about trying to balance both and I think about failing at both and so I I, you know you have some good experience with that now you have two kids to try to be present with and I'm wondering how how you do that and if it's possible yeah um okay so it's not possible all the time for me so, um, 
Maybe. Straight up. Carla's like, mic drop, done, answered. <laughs> no, no. Well, just, no, that's like the, just to start off, like, I mean, I bring my, I brought both my kids to work with me before school, you know, before preschool. So I have a two-year-old with me in an office where I'm making calls and doing bids and, you know, like, real work. Um, that is such a trip. I feel like I have to be in like a silent room to have a client call. <laughs> yeah, you just figure it out. Um, but um, so in those instances, um, I'm not present and I can get um, a little bit irritated sometimes. And there's definitely like more screens than I'd want. And I, I mean, like I said, I don't work very many hours. So it's he's not like <clears throat> rotting his brain out. But um you know, and so, and sometimes I have blog stuff I need to get done. Um, I try to do that when they're sleeping, but it doesn't always pan out. And um, so, yeah, there's time. And also just sometimes it's super boring and I'm just like scattered and I can't be super present because I want to look at Instagram. <laughs> like, let's be real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're honest about that. Like, I, I like the idea that you don't have to be like 150% there all the time and every single moment is precious and how dare you miss it. Yeah, no. And like I was telling you before, sometimes um, me like purposely checking out is like me being my best parent at the time because I try really hard, like for an example, not to get involved in like sibling squabbles that are really like where everyone's safe and no one's going to get stabbed in the eye and they're just sort of like working out some stuff like if I can keep my mouth shut and take a little step back and let them work that out it's always better but it's really hard for me to do that unless like I'm answering an email and then I'm kind of like not so tuned into it that I'm something blurts out of my mouth you know so yeah so for me a little bit sometimes presence is overrated um but at the heart of it I've been thinking about this a lot because you mentioned to me mentioned it to me a while ago um so I was trying to pay attention to like oh god am I ever present how do I pull this off do I (laughs) shit I didn't mean to freak you out (laughs) no it was a really good question it made me think and um then I just noticed that there are moments every day and regularly um, where it's not hard at all um, to be present with my kids because I am madly in love with them. Like the way that you're in love, like um, when you first meet a boy and you're like, can't think about anything else. And, you know, like like that, like I just just super taken over by yeah, it. just enamored by them so it's yeah. very easy to just like listen to their little voices tell me something and look at their chubby little hands and smell their little like outdoor bodies and like just Aww. I mean there really is so much love there that it's I'm not trying to be present I just am like I'm so all in Well, hopefully that'll help some people who, like me, have completely overthought it um, and it could lead you to the decision of yes or no. And maybe some people that completely underthought it will find some solace in the things that Carla said. (laughs) Hopefully, Yeah. And, you know, we want you to weigh in. I'd love to know what you think. So please um, 
visit um, whoarewekidding.com slash episodes slash three. That's where you'll find all the show notes for this episode and where you can leave comments. You can also hit us up on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at KiddingCast. Um, and we want to know what you think. Are you an overthinker? Yeah. Did you underthink it? it yeah, I super duper want to know if anybody out there uh, – had a kid maybe in their 30s maybe a little bit later and kept a business going i'm really curious to hear stories yeah about that. yeah tell meg you can do it please all right well that does it for the third episode of who are we kidding yay we did it yeah we tried to tackle whether you should breed or not breed but we'll be um back with lots more kid talk i have a feeling in the future for sure. And um, yeah, we can't wait to hear what you think. If you like this show, please rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe while you're there. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> Bye. Dude, you might be, you are like the fertile valley though. Something I don't think Something is that. weird. I don't know. I do have a weird <laughs> situation. Are we still recording? I feel like Jason looks at you wrong. You get pregnant. <laughs> kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs>